Here's Miller and Condon. Number two, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, Mike Palm, VP of Operations Circus Sports, coming up here momentarily. We'll talk with Mike. Then uh, uh, Tom Kakert from HawkeyeReport.com. He slides in here to preview Wisconsin and Iowa. We'll get to him in about uh, 20 minutes or thereabouts. Our picks before we get out of here uh, at one. Trent's got the uh, double dip here today. You can hear both games on the Bull Valley Dowling early. SCP Johnston. 7.30-ish. Let's hope. <laughs> You're hoping for 7.30? Well, yeah, because uh, anything later than no, that. I hear you, uh, and it's liable to be. Certainly been the case over many years. Let's get Mike Palm. You in here off to Vegas. We shall go. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Valley Dowling. Big game tonight. It is. Huge game. Seen this one before. Well, we saw it in the regular season. Two weeks ago? Three, no, it's three probably weeks ago. Three four weeks. weeks ago. And it was Dowling domination in that one rematch at yeah. the Dome. Now we're getting to a point. We might just need to move the uh, semifinals and championship here to Des Moines yeah. because uh, making that two-hour drive to see all four big school classes all from Central Iowa. It's cool to see, though, and just shows you certainly the growth, growth we've seen in Central Iowa. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Who was the powerhouse when you were growing up, Mike? Um, you know, we went to the playoffs at Wallert uh, in football. Um, a couple times we made it to the Unidome. Uh, Burlington. Um, buried us in a semifinal. Remember, they had Tavion Banks and <laughs> Dallas Money. Uh, and then uh, Iowa City City High had Tim Dwight at the time, uh-huh. too. So they were the, the powers over in, on the eastern side of the state. It was Bettendorf. Bettendorf, not Burlington. Yeah, I mean, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yep. Yeah, Bettendorf Bulldogs. Sorry, not Burlington. And they Bettendorf, were. Bettendorf uh, in the Quad Cities and then Iowa City City High. That Tim Dwight versus Tavian Banks game, I mean, talk about speed on oh the field. Oh, my gosh. You could only at imagine. At the high school level, oh. at the old track, at the Unidome. Whew, those guys could fly. Indeed. Well, you Mike. Know, you know, Ken, just to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I never got beat in a 200 meter dash my junior or senior year except by Tim Dwight. He was the only guy that beat me. Is that uh, right? And and, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he beat me at state and he beat me in the in the in, in uh, Mississippi Valley meet and all that. But he's the only one that ever ran ahead of me my junior and senior year in the 200. I know Tavian. We need to set up a rematch coming up here. <laughs> both of you guys have body types changed for both Just of you. Just a little bit. Yeah, for both. A, a little. Yeah. So where was the state where was the state finals when you were in high school? Was it here in Des Moines? Yeah, I was in Des Moines. Is we, it we Drake? Yeah. State, uh, Drake and State. We're both at, at, at Drake Stadium. Interesting. Good stuff. All right, Mike. So last night, um, look, Atlanta was favored in the football game. Here comes Carolina finding a way to win. Uh, who did you guys need last night? I'm assuming you probably needed the Panthers. You know that they bet it down to two. They bet it down to two, and then we got crushed right before kickoff at two with Atlanta money. So it, it worked out for us. It was... Uh, you know, it was like a, it was close to a quarter million dollar swing, and it, and uh, it was a nice result. Well, that's definitely good, but I'm going to guess there's going to be plenty of games with some better handle coming up. You know, the Sunday night game is interesting. Yeah. The Chargers yeah. against San Francisco. I know 49ers got the new shiny toy with Christian McCaffrey, and now more time to work with him and to kind of figure out what they're going to do offensively. The Chargers are inconsistent. I get that, but boy, that six and a half touchdown, even a seven and a half, I saw I think pop at one point this week. It seems off. It seems a little bit high. What do you see on Sunday night? 
Well, you know, I make make my own line mm-hmm. on Monday, uh, and I can't believe this. I had this four and a half. Yeah. But but every guy that I respect, not every, but most that are playing this game are on the 49ers and laying a touchdown. Mm. So it makes me want to back off the game. I'm as big a critic of the Chargers as anybody, but this touchdown seems too tall. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a big ask. Um, of these two teams, Mike, who do you think's got a chance? Well, I mean, obviously the AFC path is more difficult. But would you would you be surprised if either of these teams play for a Lombardi trophy? You'd be surprised if the Chargers do. Would you? They yeah. don't have – the special teams suck. The special teams, they've never, ever improved their kicking game. I don't like the coaches' game management. Mm-hmm. I, I, they're just a losing organization. I don't <laughs> think so. I think – San Francisco is probably the second best team in the NFC. You know who's intriguing right now to me? And because of the Josh Allen injury, the Ravens. The Ravens are going to be favored in every game except maybe the final game of the year at Cincinnati. They got an outside shot to get a one seed. You know, the Chiefs might get picked off here and there in the West. Who knows? But uh, the Ravens at 16, 17 to 1 to me are intriguing. And I would even go over 10.5 wins at a plus price on their adjusted team of season win total. Adjusted prices, those are so interesting. So for a lot of people here, new to handicapping, new to sports wagering, or or just learning kind of the deeper part of it. I bet point spreads for years, but you're talking about things like that. How much work goes into really getting a good number for adjusted win totals? Or are there opportunities out there, even for the recreational better, that you can find some things out there that you can attack? Or is that just more for the sharp people, the people that really put in the time? I, I don't know. I mean, there's spots where you can arbitrage these things where one mm-hmm. book's got seven and a half, one book's got six and a half, right? And there's, you can create a middle and, and have very little liability for yourself depending on the prices. And and now everybody has alternate totals. Now, we were the first ones that started doing it stateside, and now it seems that most books mm-hmm. give you alternate totals as well preseason. So it's just a matter of how many outs do you have, how many how many different places, because one, two, three, usually they're not going to create that many opportunities. you got to have more. Uh, Mike, uh, obviously, uh, all of you people in the industry are very closely watching Josh Allen's status. Number opened at nine and a half. It, it's now three and a half most places. The Bills are literally calling this an out, not a day, not a day to day decision, hour to hour, whether he's going to play. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you guys don't think he's going to play. Is that how I read it? No, we think he's week to week. Forget, forget hour to hour, day to day. I think he's week to week. Uh, and I think he may miss, miss upwards of a month. That's the way we think about it. Obviously, the six-point move suggests that it's not hour to hour. Right. Or there wouldn't have been this kind of movement. You'd have seen it maybe go down to seven and then sit there until you had more news. Um, somebody asked me if it goes below three, is this a buy-low opportunity on the Bills? I'm not sure. Well, I don't know what case Keenum we're going to get. He had the run with the Vikings where he took him to the mm-hmm. NFC Championship game. The year Philadelphia beat the, beat the Patriots in the, in the Super Bowl. I don't know what you're going to get out of them. Minnesota's found ways to win. I got to tell you, um, they just, they just keep doing it. They, they 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 go through stretches, and you know they have more three and outs than anybody, and they're seven and one. It's amazing. They they either drive down and score a touchdown, or they spot right away. You know, there's like no in between with Cousins. Uh, it's all about getting that first first down. So it's just not a game that I can play at all. Maybe you take a look and you think if Keenum looks good. You watch a few series, and maybe there's a chance mm. to take the Bills, but I can't bet this game pre-flop. So help me out here with the hometown team for you, the Las Vegas Raiders, huh. as they welcome in Indianapolis. So I just put my picks in for Circa Million this week. 
And that was on my list because I saw it was four and a half. Now, yesterday, the Raiders were favored by six and a half. Was it Jeff Saturday's uh, press conference that all of a sudden this point spread has moved? What has happened? Or Ursay maybe's press right. conference. What has happened that this thing has gone from six and a half yesterday to four and a half today? It, it's amazing because originally I think we opened at three and a half. Or, mm-hmm. You know, that was the, the common number. That's the right number. And yeah. then Wright gets fired and it moved to four. And then Saturday got announced it moved to five and then five and a half, six, and even briefly six and a half. I don't know, people. This is like uh, Dan Campbell going hard knocks, right? <laughs> yeah. We, all we heard about, all the money was Detroit, Detroit, Detroit over five, over five and a half. Detroit total wins went from five to seven. They bet him to win the North. They bet him to get to the Super Bowl. Dan Campbell, coach of the year, all this. Hutchison, all this bets were steam on Detroit. You know, they're two and seven. <laughs> Right, and now Saturday says I'm going to try. I'm not afraid of trying, and I'm going to kick every field goal. The linemen work too hard to get down there and field goal. Oh, we love it. We love it. I don't know. To me, how can you back the Raiders though? How can you back Derek Carr? This guy doesn't have one clutch bone in his body. That that performance in Jacksonville, they got up 17 to nothing, like they were going to win that game by 50 and lose the game. It's just disgusting. But the Colts have no offense. Here's the problem. They have no offense. They went 0 for 14 on third down, 0 for 2 on fourth down. Ellinger looks totally outclassed. The defense is decent. I love the under in this game, guys. I got mm. it at 42 and a half, 42, 41. Uh, you know, I probably bet it all the way down to 40. I don't know how the Colts score, and I don't think the Raiders get much past 20. So I, I just think this is a dead under game. Uh, let's go to the Big 12. Uh, the night game uh, is, is TCU, who's unbeaten, and they're the number four team in the country. There's a lot of buzz around this Texas team. Will this be one of your biggest right games of the day, and do you have an opinion? Uh, it will. It's a strange game because is Texas playing well enough they deserve to be a seven-point favorite? TCU just seems to answer the bell every week. Whether they get breaks here or there, but they, they, they seem to answer the bell. So it's a lot to think they're going to get blown out. They still have a tough road to hoe. They still have Baylor. I know you get Iowa State. I mean, Iowa State's obviously not the worst team in the Big 12, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so this still could be a tricky spot, although Campbell's terrible in close games. So, I mean, this is sort of the game that you would say this is the toughest game they're going to play this year because the Big 12 championship's not going to be a road game. Here's a true road game in Austin. So this, this is really where you circle it and teams like USC and UCLA and Oregon are all looking at it in Tennessee and, and LSU and Saying, boy, they're all pulling for Texas to get TCU out of this playoff contention. I, I can't, I can't play the game. I might lean a little over here, Kenny, but I, I don't know a side at seven. All right, this is the rancid, stinky line of the week. LSU only a three and a half point favorite against Arkansas. Arkansas has been terrible. Jefferson's been banged up all year. Yet, I know Ken likes it. I like it this week. Feels like a lot of people are liking the Razorbacks just because the line kind of smells here. What do you see with LSU and the Razorbacks? I, we're seeing some LSU money, but the line's not really moving. Mm-hmm. It's a tough, tough spot after you beat Alabama, yep. right? It's always a tough spot. But Arkansas could not move the ball at all against Liberty in Fayetteville. Right. I, I was shocked. I watched. I started watching mid-second quarter in that game when I saw Liberty was up two scores. I really didn't have it on my radar. And they really struggled. You're, you're right. Quarterback's been banged up. You know, I thought Arkansas was going to be the second-best team in the, in the SEC West. Obviously, that was wrong. Um, but, but it is a little bit of a stinker of a line here. You would you would think LSU would continue it with Daniels playing the way he is. And Kelly, I mean, the improvement in this team, 
from week one where they strike. How about the opening Sunday night game? I think it was a Sunday or Monday night game. How about the improvement of Florida State and LSU to this point in the year? Both of yes. them have improved dramatically. Yeah, that's 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 true. Uh, one of them played on Sunday. One of them played on Monday. So I, I believe uh, one one more college game for you, Mike, because this this is one to me. I like the quarterback matchup: Penix versus Knicks, Washington versus Oregon. Numbers thirteen. At, at that's a lot of points to give Washington, who quietly is having a pretty decent year. Uh, Oregon, obviously, a ton to play for. Uh, they've still got a major pathway because uh, I think TCU gets beat this week. But what about Washington, Oregon? I think Oregon's awful good. Uh, not the being said they got beat by Georgia by 40-some points. I've been impressed with Oregon. They've really controlled all of these. I know they got behind at, at, at uh, Washington State, and then they got a couple turnovers and, and blew by them in the fourth quarter. But they've been in control of these games. Penix is a strange character. I, I, I look at him at times and think he's so talented, and yet why, doesn't, why don't they win more games? Why didn't they win more games than Indiana? Why hasn't he won more games? I mean, they... They squeaked by Oregon State at home. They really kind of let UCLA run them out in the Rose Bowl. So here's the line I want to ask you guys about that I think's out of whack. Is Nebraska really 31 points yes. worse than Michigan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? I, really? Their quarterbacks Well, they are don't know who the quarterback's going to be. If it's Casey I mean, Thompson, th- it's pretty this, awful. This thing has 38 nothing, just stranglehold grossness <laughs> written all over it. Oh, God. It just seemed like a too tall a number to me there. Uh, did you play Wisconsin Iowa? I, I, you know, Iowa stuck in my backside the last two weeks. They looked like a different team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I was really impressed at Purdue, um, but but always Wisconsin has given them trouble, whether yep. it's in Iowa City or Madison. Yep. So I think it's a tough place. It's kind of a by low spot in Wisconsin. But is Wisconsin any good? Mm-hmm. Fair point. Fair. Yeah. They're better now, I think, with Leonard. Love the under again. Yeah. It's an Iowa under. Yeah. Those things have cashed a lot. What about Oklahoma State, Iowa State, Mike? You, uh, what, are you, what are you seeing out there? Is, is uh, anybody partaking in this one? Yeah, Iowa State's getting the money, and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Oklahoma State's in a total free fall here. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Iowa State won this game you know, by easily by two scores, actually. Hope you're right. Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at uh, Circus Sports, as we try to get both of those teams to postseason. Uh, that's what we're counting on. Mike Palm, you have a good week, okay? We'll talk to you, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Well, I'll, I'll see you on Tuesday on Iowa Everywhere. Thank you, Mike Palm. Appreciate it. Happy, happy Veterans Day to all the Yes, listeners. absolutely. Thank you for your service. Indeed, indeed, Great indeed. Call. Thank you, Mike. Yep. Appreciate that. Uh, Mike Palm, VP Operations. Yeah. Shame on us. I should have mentioned that. Thank you to all the veterans, uh, that have served. Veterans Day here, Remembrance Day, where I am from. It's a national holiday up north. Mm. Nothing open. Nothing. Can't go to a restaurant, can't buy a beer. Probably the way it should be. Eh, yeah. Yeah, you can certainly make that You guys argument. do some things right up there north of the border. Well, no, it's been a long time since I've been there, but could that be was when today, I grew yeah. up. You right. could not do that. You can find a place to eat. So, Mike uh, didn't get a chance to run into him when I was there last weekend, but at the birthday party last night, Mm-hmm. I had so many people. When are you and Ken going out there next? What, what do you, so we're, <laughs> we're, too. we're hoping yeah. to target Final Four weekend. That's something we talked about. The Spanky, that well, guy. That, I'm going to be there the week before. I'm going to be there the second weekend because it's Cindy's. The Sweet 16 weekend. That Cindy's oldest is going to be 40. Oh, I see. Right. So I have to be there that way. That's the 23rd through the 26th of March, I think. Is that it? We can pull something off. I mean, I have to go. You you have to. Your arms. I mean, look at you. I <laughs> Dragging you along to Las yeah. Vegas. I, I know it's a difficult proposition. Well, you know, I can't wait to get out there in December with with Chris and uh, mm-hmm. Blue. It's going to be uh, Brent Bloom, Chris Williams, 
Chris Hassel, and I. That's a crew. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. You get to take them to all the hot spots? Get to show them around? I hope to. Sportsbook? Well, for sure. We're doing, you know. We're That's the easy one. Yep. 8 East? That's on the list. Get that brisket fried rice? Absolutely. Want to walk down the street to the D and take uh-huh. a bacon nation? Berries? I don't, I don't know if I can do back-to-back big meals. Uh-huh. I mean, those guys could. They're 40. <laughs> right? A little bit different. It's a little different 60s. It's a place you don't even have to leave. You can go to Fremont, and yep. if you want to have a first-class experience, you don't have to leave. Nope, or you don't. You can experience the smells and the fun of Fremont. It's unique. <laughs> yes, it is. I thought when, I, when you came back, I wanted to ask you, is it slowed down a little now that it's November no. as opposed to we were out there? Not at all. That's awesome. My son sent me some pictures from Halloween because he works across the street mm-hmm. at, at the uh, at the gate, uh, Golden Gate, one of the circuit properties, and he has to walk through Fremont to get to his truck at the end of the night, right? And he sent me some of the costumes on Halloween. I night. can imagine. Oh, baby. <laughs> uh, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. Uh, we'll get Tom Cakert in here. But before we do that, it's time for another $1,000 handoff. Head to KXNO.com. Uh, once you get there, you can enter this nationwide contest by inserting the keyword check in the pop-up box that will appear once you log on to kxno.com. Check at kxno.com. Kakert next, Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Joined by Dr. Kelly Jansma from Elite Eye Care in Waukee and the Eye Company in Ankeny. Dr. Jansma, you do so much more than just new glasses and contacts. We also provide medical eye care for things like dry eyes, eye allergies, glaucoma, diabetic eye care, and especially urgent things. We want to encourage you to call our office when you have an eye emergency instead of going to urgent care where they might not be properly equipped to diagnose and manage an eye condition. That's Elite Eye Care on University Avenue in Waukee and the Eye Company. NBA fans, NBA action is just getting started, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook. They're an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers make any $5 NBA pregame money line bet. You'll get $200 in free bets. All your team has to do is win. And check this out. Right now, everybody can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app. Place the same-game parlay where you combine multiple bets, which team will win, total rebounds, points scored. Uh, there's so many more options. Just DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's where I go when I want to play the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use promo code KXNO. Make any $5 bet this week. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code KXNO. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. Bonus issued is free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10 plus leg requirement for 100% boost. Deposit, parlay, and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. If you have a gambling problem, call Station KXNO. It's the Morning Rush Live at Willis Nissan and Merle Hay Road. I'm Travis Justice. He's Ross Peterson. And I don't know if we're supposed to say this, Ross. What, what are we not supposed to say? The, 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 the Willis Auto Group is going to send a tweet out here pretty soon, all right? And the next three people that come see the Heisman Trophy and come up and say, hey, you're the Morning Rush, we have... 50-yard line tickets for the Wisconsin game tomorrow. Whoa! So we have six tickets to give away. We're going to give away three pair. And all you've got to do to win them is uh, come here to to, to, to the yes. Willis-Nissan on Merle Hay Road. And come up and say, hey, you're the morning rush. But you also have to get your picture taken with the Heisman Trophy. Because the Heisman Trophy, which is the most recognizable trophy in college football and one of the most recognizable trophies in all of sports, yeah. is is sitting right here at 
Willis it, Nissan. It's been a fun time so far. Travis, we've had a lot of people come through. We've been uh, signing people up for other tickets also. So let's be clear. We have six tickets. We've got three pairs of tickets to give away to the next three people that come walking in to get their picture taken with the highest. Yeah. But and say, hey, you're the morning rush. Everybody, sure. Everybody it's that all comes, about us. It's our ego. Sure. Uh, everybody that comes through, from and the, even tomorrow when AD and Sean are here, because, yes. again, those those tickets for Wisconsin we're going to give away today. Yeah, today, yes. But everybody that comes through today and tomorrow is going to get signed up to either win Iowa State, Texas Tech tickets yes. for next Saturday or Iowa, Nebraska tickets for Black Friday. Yes. I mean, it's that cool. And while you're here, get your picture taken with the Heisman Trophy. And then, you know what? Go, you know what? Now's a good time to to, to get a car check or, out or a truck. Check out some of these sweet Nissans I mean, on the lot. 400 new Nissans available during the Nissan Thrill of the Drive sales event. It's going on right now at Willis Nissan on Merle Hay Road. Uh, we are live. We'll be here till 1 o'clock. Of course, Andrew Downs and uh, Sean Roberts here tomorrow from 11 to 1 as well. Uh, so come on out and have a good time. See the Heisman Trophy, buy a car, and uh, maybe win some tickets. It's the Morning Rush live at Willis Nissan on Des Moines Sports Station. One- now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Just past 12:30, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Let's talk some Hawks. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com. He joins us, Wisconsin and Iowa this week, 2:30 kickoff. Boy, there's something about this matchup, Tom. Wisconsin and Iowa, they mirror each other in so many darn ways. Uh, it usually uh, leads to a pretty good football game. I'm anticipating we'll see another nail biter. How about you? I think this one is uh, like old school Big Ten every time. You know, it's just three yards cloud of dust kind of kind of game. Um, and you know, turnovers are going to be key. Uh, field position is going to be key. Um, you know, special teams will be very important. So um, yeah, it's uh, old school Big Ten this this weekend, especially with this weather. Yeah, the cold, true. windy weather. Two quarterbacks that have struggled in their careers, Graham Mertz and Spencer Petras. Two running games that have uh, got going here recently and certainly on the Iowa side of things. Caleb Johnson, Tom, you've been on the beat for a long time now. They've had good running backs. Is he different? He feels special. He feels like we're talking about a top flight back. What have you seen out of him? And and also remind us about his recruitment. He was committed to Cal, is that right? Yeah, he was was committed to Cal and then... um... You know, he came. He was one of those kids, the the group that came in. Um, T.J. Hall is part of that group that came in for the Penn State game. Oh, that's that, right. Uh, that Iowa won. That was, uh, and he he said he just kind of got a feel for Kinnick Stadium that day, and that was it. You know, wow. He just that was as good as Kinnick as you'll find, and and uh, so he you know flipped from from Cal to uh, to Iowa and. Boy, he just glides, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's a smoothness to his run that uh, that you just don't see every day. No, nope. and he's he's special. I think he's I think he's going to be pretty special. Yeah, I'm with you there. That's that's interesting. I didn't know about that uh, recruiting aspect. Well, the game's uh, now a pick 'em in, in uh, I think half of the spots. I was favored by one, so it's essentially look. It, it, it's a coin flip game. Tom, I want to ask you about the offensive line uh, that took a yeah. lot of heat. Um, you know, when Trump, everybody's trying to figure out blame, and it's more than Spencer Petrus. It's it's this. It's that. Dot dot dot. Uh, and the offensive line was mentioned a lot. 
but the last couple of games, they seem to be gelling. Is that a fair assessment? And if so, what's behind it? Is it just experience coming together? I think they've kind of found, you know, it's like a, a lock that you have to, the combination that you have to kind of figure out the right combination and to open the lock. Maybe it was just as simple mm-hmm. as finding the right combination and put it in the right spot, put the, put the numbers in the right spots. And um, since they've moved Colby out of that right tackle position and, um, you know, put uh, um, Jack Plum back out there, and Plum was dinged up a little bit too. So that may have contributed to not making that decision as quickly as, um, you know, they, they did the other uh, two weeks ago. But um, him, uh, Colby, moving over to the left with next to his roommate and good friend, Mason Richmond, uh, and getting Plum back out there, and Plum's played pretty well. Um, I think that's just, it's kind of unlocked something. Now, I'll say that this weekend is going to be much right. more challenging. Yeah. Just because Wisconsin is way better defensively than Purdue or Northwestern. So, and they run that, you know, the kind of that 3 4, and they blitz all over the place and, you know, different angles and everything. It's just, it's a much more challenging defense. It's a, you know, top 15, 20 defense in the country this year. The 3 4 has given Iowa problems that. Yep. Big Banton guy in the middle, he's getting healthy, and, and that is that's a, yeah, that's a huge worrisome. difference for yep. that team. You don't have a nose tackle. You can't run a 3-4 effectively, and, and when he's right, mm-hmm. that really changes the complexion of Wisconsin. You know, we look forward, and you look at the way the season plays out. Let's say that the offense continues to show improvements. and Does that lead to Brian Ferentz getting another season? Or... <laughs> have, have we hit a level You're where... You're losing sleep over this. <laughs> it, it is. I... I because it's so untenable. The yeah. offense has been junk for five years. Let's be honest here. Even the good years, it was because the defense has propped it up. So are, is that where we're trending, though? I mean, you know Kirk incredibly well because that's what it feels like yeah. to me. It, it could. I think it's too early to tell. Mm-hmm. I just I think it's – I think we've got to see what the, what the whole product looks like, right? Find out what the whole season looks like. And um, – and, and, Maybe it is Brian back, but maybe it's with a different kind of offense. Um, maybe they, you know, somebody leaves and Brian moves to a different position and John Budmeyer is the quarterback coach. And, um, you know, the, and maybe he's the passing game coordinator. Maybe they do something like that. Uh, I, I, just, I think there's kind of, there's still a lot left here to try and figure out uh, before we get to, They've got to make decisions on what it's going to look like next year. But that's kind of my thumbnail guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was like the comments from Kelton Copeland this week. Yes. It, it made me think. He's right. Um, he, he said the quiet part out loud. Yep, he did. He? I wonder, was there any blowback, <laughs> do you think, Tom? Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do wonder if, uh, if, if Kelton will be – Maybe one of the guys that already knows. Maybe he's looking to move on. Mm. You know, could be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but that—that—that's that, that, that what crossed my mind right away. Was boy, this this guy must be frustrated. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, frustrated. It is. I mean, he, says, he just came right out and says, "Tough to get a receiver to come to Iowa." Yeah, mm. and yeah, that's uh, I, I I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie Bullworth. With, no, uh, with uh, um, uh, Warren Beatty in it, but it, he played a politician that just started to tell the truth. 
Hmm. Refreshing. <laughs> and, what a concept. And it was, yeah. Yeah, and so I always, I always call those moments when somebody says <laughs> yeah. you know, the quiet part out loud yeah. or the truth. The real truth, I call them Bullworth moments. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of moments, I hope for this kid, Herbig, I think I'm saying his name right, the linebacker for Wisconsin. Yeah. Good gosh, he gets to the quarterback a ton. Because well, um, he they was always a, have one guy like They that. always they do, do, but I yeah. didn't think he was going to be the one. Seemingly, he's elevated his game, and man, oh man, he's the one this year, is he not? Yeah, they always. It's always one guy. It's you know Leo Chanel yeah. or somebody like that, and it's just this year. Yeah, it's Herbig, and he's he's really good, and um, they're going to have to account for him, and that's why I think it's a big challenge for Iowa mm-hmm. because they just they're so creative with their their blitzes, and it's from the inside or it's from the outside, and they just come at you at different ways. And and one of the one of the areas that Iowa has struggled with this year along the offensive line, in my opinion, has been communication. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's been a more than even, even last week, there was a couple of uh, communication breakdowns where, uh, you know, uh, there were some lookout blocks that were, that were executed by Iowa. And that's usually not a good thing. Well, Tom, we get ready for tonight. The Hawkeye men back on the hardwood before uh, that game begins. Michigan State-Gonzaga. Finally, we get to see a real college basketball game that will be played on the USS Abraham Lincoln. 5.30, right? Yeah, 5.30 ESPN for that one. Hawks, North Carolina, A&T, not going to find anything out there. But next week at Seton Hall, and then things are starting to ramp up. We've talked all throughout the spring and the summer and in the fall. We all agree this is a tournament team. But from what you've seen early on, is there more here? Is this team different? I think they might be. It's certainly different than the last, like, three years, mm-hmm. where I think, you know, the last three years has been Luca, or, you know, we found out fairly quickly last year, right. Keegan. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, you know, somebody who would come out and, you know, score 20 of the first 30 points in a game or something, you know, just uh, could, could just dominate the game. This year, it seems like it's, um, you know, kind of a by committee. Where one night it might be Perkins, next night it might be Peyton Stanford, might be, uh, you know, Philip Robracha, might be Chris Murray, um, might be Patrick McCaffrey, one of those guys. Every, you know, five guys in in double figures the other night was pretty impressive to me, and I don't think they played or shot it from deep particularly well and they're still scoring a ton of points Mm -hmm. and um i I think that's going to be kind of the hallmark of this team and i think on the defensive end they're better this year just because you got a bulldog at the top of uh, of the thing going up against the other point guard in tony perkins Mm -hmm. who just he imposes his will on the game and he's not afraid of anybody Love that about the kids' game. Uh, you've been touting that trend. I have. And, <laughs> I got that one right for once. And I, I, I think you did. You know what? You know what? Iowa got right this week, Tom Kicker, and that's the Ava Jones story. Uh, well done. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously a terrible story, uh, but at least this part of the ending, and it's nowhere near the end. Uh, how it's going to wrap up? But uh, this is a chapter in it, and it's a good one. Help me out with the scholarship situation. It becomes somebody tried to explain it to me that yeah, it's it's it goes against. The, the women's total this year, but going forward, if the injury's still there, the school kind of absorbs it, freeing up a scholarship. Do I have that right? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, But her intentions are to, to 
try and come back and play. And it may just be one game. Mm-hmm. Yep. It may just be yep. she gets out there for, for one game. But what a moment that would oh, be if she huge. Loves. I mean, just just an amazing moment. And she's going to the uh, to the K-State game. They're playing down at K-State, and uh, she's going to be at that game. That's so, awesome. Really just totally. And, and, and hats off to Lisa yep. and Jan Jensen and the entire staff for for supporting that girl and her family and being there for them and still honoring this uh, this scholarship. Because there's some coaches that would walk away. Yep. They would just be like, eh, well, i got to free up a scholarship. And uh, and she's going to definitely be part of the program uh, moving forward, which is great for her uh, well being as they get past this uh, just uh, devastating to, uh, circumstances to their family. Uh, great stuff, Tom Kakert. Thank you, Tom. As always, we appreciate. It. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, Tom Kakert. Sounds sounds good, guys. Thank yep. You. Thank you, Tom Kakert. HawkeyeReport dot com. Uh, as we catch up with our friend Tom. Uh, where are we going? Back to the morning rush? We're going to hit those guys up one final time out at Willis, and then it'll be time for our picks. And if you've been fading these things all season long. You're Fat City. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you, you could maybe buy Circa at this point. Or Nissan uh, 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 from Willis. Yeah, How about absolutely. that? 19-30-1. Those are your numbers on the year. I finally bounced back last week. See, I had to record it before I left her bank. Maybe that's what it was. I was locked in last weekend. I was just hyper-focused I'm betting because I was going to Vegas. Maybe that was a trick. I gotcha. 22 and 28 still on the season. That is not going to be winning any contests out there. We'll see what we can do this week. Two college, two pro, and a best bet of the week. We'll do that as we come back. It's Miller and Condon, 106.3. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Before we get into our picks, the crypto company that the umpires wear on their jersey, mm-hmm. FTX, do you remember that? Oh, I do, absolutely. Just filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Ooh, baby, I'm glad I didn't buy any of that. Very little of my portfolio Ooh. is involved there. Just a little, just a little nugget. Um, that little nugget's much smaller. Yeah, there's a little nugget now, smaller nugget now, I guess, way to put it. Uh, So I'm in this Bet Rivers contest. So are you. Mm -hmm. Um, The last 20 picks, this is incredibly difficult to do. Mm -hmm. Last 20 picks, this is really incredible to do. It's tough. I'm 1 in 19. What? I'm 1 win, 19 losses. In my last twenty picks, so your nineteen thirty and one here is pretty good in comparison. It actually, is when you put him up against the Ooh. other one. All right, Trent, you had the T box. You had a winning week last week, coming off four and one. What are you doing this week? Let's kick it off here and go to the SEC. I mentioned all week long that just something stinks about this LSU Arkansas game, and I'm going to buy the stinkiness. Give me Arkansas in the three and a half. I, I see some fours popping up there right mm-hmm. now. I I just don't get it. It's also going to be cold. I like that angle, too. Going to be chilly. I think the guys with the Razorback blood, a little bit better than those guys down in the bayou. We will take Arkansas with pick number two. Number two, it is to the Big Ten. Penn State, it's over. There's nothing to play for. They're talking about playing that young freshman who I think has a chance to be really, really good. And here comes Maryland. They consider Penn State their rival. Yep. They want to get this one, Mm -hmm. and I'm getting ten and a half. Maryland's all right. Yes, they are. I and agree. I think Penn State's just kind of all right. Now, getting 10.5, I'll take them. Give me the Terps with pick number two. To the NFL we go for our third pick. Football I'm going pick. with uh, your team, the Denver Broncos. Going back to the well once again with the Broncos. There's 
I don't know. I just can't quit him. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Russell Wilson to figure it out. So we're going to go with that one. And the two and a half so I, by the way. against Tennessee. Uh, third pick talked about it with Palm earlier. Vegas, the Raiders, laying four right now? I, I'm baffled. They should be the Colts. They're terrible, the Colts. I, I just don't get it. I'm going to lay it here. And my only underdog of the week with Vegas, my best bet of the week, the Chargers. Every way I handicap this game, I don't get it. I'll take the touchdown. Give me seven, and the Chargers are my best bet. All right, Trent, here we go. I like to have some action on Friday night because we're going to watch this football game. It's Cincinnati. It's East Carolina. Uh, it's an AAC tilt since he's only given it four and a half, so I'll do that. They, I should, they should handle the Pirates. I'll take them pick number one. I'm going to be on Ole Miss tomorrow. Give me the 12 mm. against Alabama. I don't know what Alabama. They're not used to being in these circumstances. Ole Miss, they'll be up for this when the game is in Oxford. Mississippi, uh, give me Ole Miss. Getting 12 points at home to the NFL. Uh, the Dolphins versus the Brownies. Cleveland is a banged-up football team. Miami's a good football team. Only have to lay three and a half. I'll do that. Dallas is in Green Bay. Boy, when the schedule came out, who didn't circle this one right as a Man, this is appointment TV. Green Bay is, whoo. Dallas only laying four? Okay, I'll take the Cowboys at that one. My best bet of the week. To the Big 12 we go. It is going to come to an abrupt end for those frogs. Give me the Longhorns. 